just oh look i'm hearing myself am i on television am i <laughs> you are you're on the camera tim yeah. here we are oh, Sorry, welcome to our this is the tim and lewis show we're back bing bing we're in the studio here we're having some beers non-alcoholic of course non-alcoholic we don't drink we don't condone drinking yeah, do we? we do. We do love we? drinking. Oh, yeah. We love I'm drinking. Talking shit. Too. <laughs> talking. As usual. I'm like, who's who's listening to my podcast? That's like, if if I said something on the podcast, then in five years, the the what immigration department says, well, Mister Zazaran, you need to renew your visa. However, we listened to episode eighty three <laughs> back in two thousand twenty, and in at know. the fifty sixth minute mark, you talked about drug use. <laughs> This is problem. I'll you be like, you never fucking know though. You never know. I'll be like, wow, you listen to my podcast, bros? Yeah. That's great. I'll be like high fiving them, asking for feedback. As they kick you out the country. Yeah. Can you like and subscribe? <laughs> what did you think? Can you rate me on iTunes? Yeah. You guys clearly listened. Have you ever thought of like asking beer companies to sponsor you or give you money or give you free shit um, because of the podcast? Have you ever like. Not from the podcast. Um, well, you know, we had the Comedy Estonia beers. Oh, yeah. Years that's ago. Right. Lehe, yeah. Lehe. Hey, you know, actually, speaking of that, I was at. Uh, this new bar that's uh, near where I used to live, it's called Karakta Bar. Oh, that's right. You were telling me about this place. Yeah. Karakta Bar. Very small, very old Merku size sort of thing. Uh, it's in, um, I don't even know where this, you, you say, uh, near the friggin... Uh, Yukantali, isn't it? That's Yukantali, there? near where there's the transfer wires and the bolt office and there's a Rimi and there's an Uskasutuskesku, so not far from the center, down the street from Cosmos. Mm -hmm. It's just down there. Super cool place. And... The dudes got punched, uh, got fucking whatever, uh, heckle, beer. Remember that was the last beer we had. Is it drinkable still? <laughs> no, no, it's new. New? They're still making it. Fucking. I know. Where's their fucking money? Where's, Where's my their... cut? Where's my cut? Yeah, so Lehe, I guess, I don't know. I guess it's a reasonable recipe because that's the recipe yeah. that James Ramsden came up with because he's a master brewer and it was partly his kind of influence. And I guess they thought it was a good enough beer. Yeah, I drank it on tap. <laughs> on that tap? Night. Yeah, it was ke kegs of it. Gonna have to, I'm going to have to investigate this, Lewis. Yeah, I know. They used to sell it in Pi the Maxi Market, but <gasps> uh, I bought all of it. So. Oh, thank, well, thank you for supporting no the problem. cause. I thought I was going to see a bit of money, but... No, There's nothing no, like no, that around no, here. No, no. No, business no, is business, no, my business friend. Business, you know, baby. that's the motto, baby. <laughs> that's that's what everyone's <laughs> talking about. Business is business. That's it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So nothing in the yeah. A few bars uh, I've heard. Like occasionally I hear it around the place. That on, on tap is surprising though. That's yeah. Because like, he just had it written on the chalkboard, and I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's your beer, man." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" And are they still selling it as Comedy Estonia? No, Heckle. it's just called Heckle. Just called Heckle. But it's oh, nice okay. they kept the name. I mean, yeah, yeah. they could have just Lehe could have just rebranded it, like yeah. put whatever label on it, and kept if they like the formula. But yeah, they wanted to keep the. Heckle, so yeah, yeah. get in contact and right on. Give us a few mm. kegs and sort us out, you know. I thought, yeah, we used to, you know, maybe we should sell the beers on the web shop because we used to do that. We used to buy the beers and then sell them at the show. Um, but that just, I mean, it was cool as shit, but just got too much work. I mean, it was cool as shit to have your own yeah. show, have your mm -hmm. own beer, create that whole experience. But Jesus, what a lot of work that was yeah, to yeah. get the beer into the venues, buy the beer. We had to buy the beer, then sell the beer, drink the beer, drink the oh my god, drink the fucking <laughs> beer. So yeah. How are you doing anyway? Whoa, good, man. Good. It's been a long time since we did one of these. I yeah, think. yeah. You were away. You were in Ireland Gone. or something. I, I, I was away. I came back. I had to do the quarantine here. Yeah, in Paide. In Paide, yeah. Uh, I came back just before the... Because on September 1st, they allow you to take a test. Mm -hmm. And if you're negative, then 
you can just go about your business. But I came back the week before that. So I had to do the mandatory two weeks. Dang, okay. Well, it's and, not too uh, hard for you. I no. stuck to it. <laughs> uh, uh. I did. I stuck to it for the most part. I stayed around and didn't interact with people. That's good. I'm sure, that's me anyway. But like, then, oh. did you? Did Pia also? You know, how does that work? We both uh, just had to stick, stay put for okay. two weeks. You know? Jesus, it wasn't too bad. Two weeks is nothing. Like two weeks is fucking. But it was two weeks in Ireland quarantining, and then two weeks. It's a lot of quarantining. So it was. It was do. a month of doing. Fuck all. And it was fucking fantastic. It was fantastic. Because I had all these plans when I went back to Ireland. I was going to rent a car, drive up the west coast of Ireland. Fucking, there's a, a road called the Wild Atlantic Way, which goes around the west coast. Just do all of that. Fucking drinking in the pubs every night, fucking listening to music, all this shit. And I get back, and the week before I, I land, they implement new, new lockdown restrictions. They cancel the opening of the pubs. Um... <laughs> They recommend that if you're living with someone who's cocooning, which is someone who's like vulnerable, which my mother is, mm -hmm. that you don't go anywhere. So I just sat in a room for two weeks and played video games. That was it. Could have done that in Pyre. I could have, yeah. You yeah. didn't have to go back. But I, ah, the internet was bad, though. That's the thing. It's tough without it's, the internet. It's not even good Estonian internet oh, over there. Oh, shit, rough. Irish mountain internet. So <laughs> it was rough, but sure, fuck it. I'm here now. You know? Uh,. Yeah, so how was it now? We, we talked a bit about the Irish pub situation and there was that thing where if they sold some food, then they could sell you beers. Is that still... What was, was going on with that? Is like, that still happening? You'd expect that shit here because it's this super structured, you know, mm. autistic kind of thing, you know? Um, you had to... First of all, there's two types of pubs in Ireland. There's wet pubs and dry pubs, right? Pub? A, a wet pub is a pub that doesn't sell food at all. It's just a mm. pub. And a dry pub is like a pub slash restaurant. So uh, dry pubs were allowed to open if, if you had to buy a meal worth at least nine euro. You could only be in there for 107 minutes, which is 107, 107 minutes. There'd be a guy with a clipboard, like taking numbers and shit, like telling people, you know, coming up to you after like 100 minutes saying, oh, you got to fucking finish that up now and leave because your time's almost up now. And uh, so, yeah, no, they just, um, they fucked it entirely. So it seems crazy. It seems, I mean, I mean, with all things, COVID seems so arbitrary. Yeah, but I guess, you know, I mean, Ireland population wise, we have a lot of old people. So mm. we have to kind of be oh, more okay, wary because yeah. that's why the, that's why the death rate in Italy was so high because there's so many old people there. Right. How's, how is Ireland faring in general? Right now, not good. Like when I was there, we had the same rate of cases we have here in Estonia now. So 20, 30 a day, maybe. Mm. Now it's up to two, 300 a day. Dang. Um, and still, like I said to you when we did the podcast months ago, no one gives a shit. Mm. No one cares. Like I drove down. I didn't tell my parents I was coming home, by the way. I told nobody I was coming home. <laughs> I just arrived down at eight o'clock in the evening <laughs> after flying into Dublin, renting a car and driving down. And... Uh, it was my mother's birthday two days before my flight. So I called her and wished her happy birthday. And she was like, oh, we'll see you when you come home, whenever that is. I'm like, yeah, mom, it'll be, <laughs> I, might, I might miss Christmas, mom. You know? And then I show up two days later and give him a heart attack. So. But uh, yeah, no, no, it was, uh, it was odd, very odd. That is looking, it is looking like it could happen now. Definitely for me and maybe even for you that we got to spend Christmas in this town. Yeah. There'll be no for the first time ever for me. Yeah, first time ever. Ever, okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. 
Because Christmas for me, uh, like Christmas for me is, is a fucking pilgrimage, you know? <laughs> There's no direct flights from Estonia to Ireland. So I have to go some roundabout way through London, deal with the squalor of fucking Stansted Airport oh. in December. Oh. Just bumping elbows with people. It, whole families blocking the fucking... The, in, the English. The Ugh. English. The, dirt, the dirty mm. fucking English. But you got to deal with that. It's like a three-hour flight. The flights are at ridiculous times. They're Terrible six times. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then I got to fly from London to Dublin, pick up a car, take a train, all the way down to Kerry. You're li- I'm literally going from one from the east coast of, of the European Union mm. to the exact like furthest western that point of the European Union. Mm. So every year it, it became like, it, it did feel like a pilgrimage type of thing. Mm. And uh, I would look forward to it every year. Mm. And uh, even though when you're in the middle of it, you're like, I fucking, I'm, I'm fucking staying in Estonia next year. I'm sick of this shit. It's worth it when you get home. Why? Oh, What's it? Was it? Why? How come? Well, do you like Christmas? I don't uh, think you do. You don't seem like a maybe who likes not Christmas. enough. Maybe not as much as you. Again, g- coming from slightly disconnected family, yeah. kind of a way, and then also remember, Christmas for us is like hot. Like there's no like oh, oh true that's oh, there's right the that's snow right. in the darkness no we like uh, yeah. it's fucking forty degrees outside we're yeah. going to the beach it's hot as fuck fair enough yeah I know I didn't think about that actually yeah so maybe it's not the sentimental but for value. me it's just the general warmth of the whole fucking two weeks I go home you yeah. know huh. everyone's back everyone because you know Irish people were scattered fucking everywhere yeah. everyone I went to school with are either Australia or America Canada or fucking Estonia where I fucking ended up. <laughs> And everyone comes back together and we all hang out in the pubs and we go on the piss and everyone, everyone's nice and friendly and kind. People have patience with each other. At least for that time, yeah. Uh, well, then Christmas Eve hits and it's fucking, <laughs> all bets are off. But it's just, it's just nice and warm and comfy and like every, every single year we have a tradition where the whole family, me, my mother, my father, my brother, we meet up for breakfast on Christmas Eve morning mm-hmm. after I had fucking 50 pints the night before. And we just sit down as a family and have breakfast, go home. My brother starts cooking. Hmm. The following day, we all wake up, open presents, hugs, kisses. He, brother's cooking the whole day. The house sm- smells full of food. My aunt turns up with the turkey. It's th- there's pageantry to it, you know. There's there's a uh, there's something just whimsical about it that I that I love. But uh, I th- I do think this will be the first year where I don't go back. It's going to be hard. I mean, unless yeah. it goes down, how's that going to be? Probably not, right? We're probably going to be. I, I reckon we're probably going to be fine. But you're going to have to stay in your country, right? Stay in your I mean, look at if the, today there were 358 cases in Ireland. Jesus. Um, our infection rate is up to 50 now, I think. Because that's like, 000. yeah, that's yeah, that's much higher than Estonia based the, off the, the population. The threshold for the quarantine is 16 per 100,000. We're up to in the 50s. Now. Yeah, I've heard they're they're trying to make it 25 now. That's what I've heard. They're trying to because they yeah. they they've kind of worked out if they push it up to 25, then Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania can be cool, Finland can be cool, and they go like, "Well, you got these four countries working together, that'll be all right." How the fuck have Latvia gotten away with this? No What's idea. I do know that working with Comedy Latvia crew for like during lockdown and afterwards, their government was so much harder. Like to, I know I've told this story before that like they had like a, a, a some like fair or festival thing in whatever the Riga, and the the police were going like. Hey, hey, you two don't stand so close. Like that's unimaginable. Just that, two people. Just like like there's some people hanging around, yeah, right? Yeah. But the police would actively be like, no, 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 you don't stand so closer together. Fucking hell. I can't imagine that have happening here. That some police are actually like, no, no, you stand here, you stand here. But that's just as an example, right? Yeah, yeah. Just as an example to the differing level that the government took it in Latvia. So unless that's what's fucking paying off now, 
You'd see police going around, but they'd never fucking break people Right. Up. Nothing like no. that. You know, like, hey, you fucking... No. Wow, interesting. Because their rate is down, like, it's like 3.6 It's the lowest in the... Crazy. Besides the Vatican, so we know the Pope doesn't have it. Cyprus, which we're going to get to. They all have that. That's that's it. <laughs> they yeah. might not have COVID in the Vatican. They got fucking something going on they down there. Right? They, got, <laughs> they got 12-year-old semen on the fucking robes, but they haven't got he COVID. He said it, not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm from a Catholic country. I gotta you watch can. my P's and Q's here. <laughs> if you're in the Vatican, you watch your P's. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, Finland as well is fairly low as far as I know. Low, they're about eight. Because me and uh, me and uh, Silla have an event to host in uh, Finland in end of October. Really? A conference. And they wanted a guy and a girl to host it. And I said, they said, you know any women? And I was like... <sighs> Got this Silicadri chick. And uh, yeah, they watched some of the he, perfect example. They watched one of the live streams. And I said, Look, you know, I know you're a professional conference, and but look, I'm about to do this live stream with this Silicadri chick. We're going to drink wine and talk about dating. And they listened and they really liked it. So they hired both of us to come and host their conference. She's in, got a Finnish vibe to her in a way. Oh, she yeah. worked in Finland yeah, for a yeah. while. Yeah, for many, for not many, but a bunch of years. She yeah. worked in the Vapiano in uh, Helsinki. And uh, so, yeah, she's well acquainted. With Finnish culture yeah, and yeah. the ways, the fine ways of the Finnish people. The restaurant she used to manage in Rotterman is gone now. It's replaced by something it's else. something else. What are they doing to Rotterman? Used to be, was it Taste of Asia? Taste of Asia, yeah. yeah. Now it's Asian street food or something. I don't like what they did with Rotterman. How so? Why I was talking like to Tauri about this last night because we went to see Tenet, so we had to mm. walk right through. And he he was loving it. He was like, oh, it looks nice, you know. But I'm like, it's just soulless. There's something yeah. fucking... It's it's the same what they're doing up there now in in, uh, in Pelgolin or I don't know what fucking what's it called Noblesner, that whole area. It's for rich people. They're just turning it into fucking like suburban Stockholm, and it's, I don't like it. Yeah, because it's I like, don't I like I can change. I can Lewis. get an apartment and I can watch my yacht, and yeah, see but the architecture pre- pretend that I have a yacht. Shite and like I like what they did with Teleskivi. They just took mm. these old um, industrial buildings, mm-hmm. they renovated the inside. That's it. That. They're fucking kept. But there's uh, rich people now, Tim. That's what we. I mean, that's what we found out. We did that show I was t- telling you before at, at Petri, and respect to the people with the show Petri Kofik on, on last Saturday, and like respect to those people respect right boys. on. But you could definitely see there was a higher standard of individual there who was attending that show in Petri. Because yeah. we do shows outside of Tallinn, thinking like people drive. We used to do the show in Lastnama and we understood people were driving. You know, they had nothing to do on wherever a Thursday. And so they would just drive to wherever the show might be. And that was awesome. And we kind of thought maybe that might happen in Petri if we have a place, you know, on a good road and there's some parking and who knows who'll come. But it was rich Petri people who came to that show. There was a Porsche parked right out the front. <laughs> you see the guy backing you, he just fucking yeah. came in and you're like, oh, okay. And that like really good crowd. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying bad of these people at all. Yeah. But I had no idea Patri even existed. For me, Patri I think that's was what they want. Yeah. The silver and that's it. Isn't it? I was I was actually joking about this on stage. Like, all we know, Patri Pizza. Yeah. That's, that's all it. you know. Is that's it the it. home? It's like the Italy yeah. of Tallinn. <laughs> exactly. Hey, come up from a Petri. But, but then one time, I uh, I was gonna go visit Caleb. Uh, Caleb Brunick, ladies and gentlemen, at his office where Shout he works out. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took a wrong turn and ended up in Petri proper Petri town. Proper, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh man, like, all these brand new fucking houses and mm-hmm. apartment buildings and shit. And I was like, Whew. 
I had no idea any of this shit was here. Yeah, I guess they kind of fly under the yeah. surface, especially, you know, because I'm a bit as well like, oh, I want to live in VMC. Like, really? Who gives a shit? Like, really? You hey, just drive fucking all the live in Paida. You're going you're gonna to be closer to yeah. Talon when the new road That's opens. what we've heard. So that was the the slogan that you've heard. What was the slogan, the way they pitched it to you? Res Tim Reedy, resident of Paida. They came to my apartment and they said, <laughs> they said Mr. Reedy, would you give us another shot, please? Please give us another shot. The the VMC City Council came down. I was like, right. Or not the the pie, the City Council. And they were like, all right. The new new billboard. You see it around town now. Uh, I even see it fed to me on Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. Fucking Zuckerberg is behind this shit as well. And he knows. But it, it, it just says uh, in Estonian, like, because I'm learning Estonian now, Lewis. Oh, you're so cultural. Uh, move to Paida. Um, you're going to be closer to Tallinn than if you lived in VMC. Mm. Roughly, that's what they're going to say. They're suggesting that when the new road is finished, which mm. they're starting to work on now, they, they just finished the section from... Is that open? Uh, yeah, it's open, yeah. Oh, shit. I they just... Oh, it's fantastic. I'll go on a tattle tomorrow. There's no fucking... There's no cops or, or speed cameras. Uh, you can just... Not that I would ever do this, but you could go like 100... If you wanted to, you can go like 190. Tremendous. I wouldn't recommend Theoretically. it. Theoretically. Allegedly. We're going to tattle <laughs> tomorrow. That's great. I'm going to oh, do that. Oh, it's fantastic. It takes you from... Do you remember you turn off at Kosa? yeah, yeah. yeah. You go right through Kosa all the way down to Vubu, which is this mm. like village in the middle of nowhere. And now they're they're starting the next phase, which mm. will go from Vubu all the way to Mao, which is right next to Paida. So right. I'm gonna be fucking 35 minutes away from you. You can't get away from Fuck me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why? I mean, why are they fucking around with this marketing? Their marketing message is like, oh, okay. Oh, there I'm blind. Their, their marketing message is, oh, come to Paida. We're closer than VMC. Just just fucking say it. Just be like. Live in Paida, there's less cunts. Like just, well, well, just <laughs> why be more straight with your market? But I slogan. guess it's also because the the property prices are so low there compared to naturally compared to anywhere close to talent. So sure. um, it's going to be the next fucking commuter town, and I'll probably have to leave because the you can't deal with that kind I'd of. I have level to go to put some out. I have to go even further be there south. At the fucking uh, what's the pizza place you've got in Pyre? Pizza kiosk. Pizza kiosk yeah. is going to be overflowing. Oh yeah, yeah. with all these VMC cunts. Shout out I to the know. shout out to the women in Pyre. The pizza kiosk. When I make my order there, yeah. there's no bullshit. That a follow on internet. There's none of that shit. They just hand me my pizza nice. that I order online. And uh, even the the woman there, there's a blonde woman who works there. She speaks English. She's fantastic. So. Shout out to the women of Patriot. Of, oh, sorry, not Patriot Pizza. Pizza Kiosk in Paida. <laughs> yeah, you're talking they about they the look after me. There. Yeah, yeah. And is that that's the only kind of chainy pizzery thing in town? Uh, we have a Hesburger now. Oh, where uh, where's the Hesburger? Out by, mm. you know, the ring road that takes you towards Paterno. Oh, yeah. Uh, across there? across the road from the Maxi Market. That's there. Uh, they don't like me in there because no. when I make my order with the app, you're supposed to go to the. The, the intercom and say your order number. Okay. But I don't, no I don't that. do that. Who so I just go that? to the window and like show my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and they try to explain like, uh, number and they're just, ah, fucking take it, fat man. Get out of here. Take your kebab burger and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so that's it. We've got pizza kiosk in Paide. So this is the new advertisement, by the way. I'll do the voiceover. Fuck it. Work, work in Paide. And I'm not a I'm not an airline pilot no. in this one. I'm a truck driver or something. Normalne. Normalne. Uh, Veo auto. Veo auto the driver person work in Paide. Yeah, and there's right. Tim there going to buy. And I'm that's it, man. The, so we got pizza kiosk. 
We've Hesburger. got Hesburger. Cr- crazy Trotter's open crazy again. Crazy Trotter, okay, that's why you might, oh, it's open again. Open Maybe again, you want to get a yeah. schnitzel. That's right. Maybe a Justus schnitzel. Justus schnitzel. Oh yeah, my yeah. God, Justus schnitzel. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that a Justus schnitzel was just cheese fried. I didn't, I went and bought a fuck one day, like years ago. Sander fucking kills himself <laughs> laughing. I bought a Justus schnitzel going, <laughs> what is cheese? I thought it was just a schnitzel with cheese on top. Who would ever think to just yeah. fry a bit of cheese up. No, that's a useful. Fucking Estonians and their cheese. They love it. They, they love put it. cheese in everything. They put cheese in their piffin. They put cheese in their fucking sausages. I don't like it. I love cheese, but I don't like putting cheese in stuff because it's that horrible processed shit as well. And I'm trying to be healthy over here. Sure, I can know, see. Can, yeah, 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 yeah. You're real fucking Anthony <laughs> Bourdain going on over here. Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Are you implying that I'm going to hang myself in a hotel room in France? Is that what this is? Is that how he did it? Hotel room he did, in France? Yeah, yeah, okay, he did, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, you should hope to live such a good life as Anthony or both oh, Could you imagine? Live hard, live good, and then go out with I'm a- trying my best. I'm go out with best. a hang, so to speak, like, cool. Yeah, Look, maybe it's not the worst. Do you know what? I'll do it, Louis. For hang you. Hang yourself for in you. France? Oh, fuck it. If you can get fucking to, do it, If Lewis. you get to France, hang yourself in France. <laughs> I have to quarantine mm. for two weeks though before I do it. <laughs> Uh, so that's it in Pyre. Crazy Trata, Pizza Kiosk, Hesburgar. I think there's uh, there's Niyana as well, which yeah. is a small little cafe uh, at the foot of where the castle is. And, is that uh, the one you're saying run by some foreigners or something? Yeah, I think they're Romanians who run it. Mm. But they, fucking hell, you can get a Haklia Casta and, and potatoes for one euro 80 there. It's fucking good stuff. Sure, yeah. Especially if you hang, that's some good hangover food. Oh yeah, Hakli that'll Acosta. sort you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hakli But other than that, I don't know. There's a restaurant somewhere, a restaurant. It's called restaurant. <laughs> Very inventive. <laughs> Above the Pide restaurant. And that's it. That's Not it. By, yeah. by Reiner. Reiner's probably got some gears. I don't know. They sold the Vabalinamaya that we used to do shows there. Mm. They're redeveloping it into something. I don't know mm. what they're putting there. Okay. Maybe a KFC, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be great. There's no other KFC. <laughs> Fuck you, Tato. You don't you get got KFC. Christina Keskus Ulumista. Paide. Paide. Wabalina. Wabalina Maya. It's very free to come and get your chicken. Kana. Kana. Waba. Lina Maya. Waba. Kana. So, yes, Christmas this year, we'll probably. You're going to spend it here anyway, I assume. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't get back to Australia. And. You know, it does seem realistically like I won't be able to get to Japan. As you know, I do mm-hmm. love being in Japan. I have often, well, a few times, been there over Christmas and New Year. It's They're very a, strict, aren't they, on the entry at the moment? They are very strict yeah. right now. And uh, I like to go there over Christmas and New Year because if i got nothing going on, uh, like uh, the, the Japanese, they don't have the same Western rituals that we do. So they're basically open. Like Christmas and New Year, like, you know, when nothing opens usually here, everything's open. Maybe they close for half a day on New Year's Day and that's it. So it's a really reasonable place to visit between Christmas and New Year. Everything's open, it's normal, but don't think I'll be visiting those secondhand retro games stores. They'll always be there, Lewis. I want it so bad. I love it so much. I love going Oh, I could hear the emotion in your voice Oh, it is. I love going through those stores. Oh, for the love of God. Going (laughs) from store to store, mapping it out, having a little route on my Google Maps. This, the sense of adventure that I get when I walk into the store for the first time. Who knows what could be in this store? What interesting find from the retro past will I discover here? And uh, spending time going through it. And, but it's, it, it's about the adventure that I have to travel around. And, and, and did you have a story. plan to go again the, this year? I'd happily year. go again. Yeah. I, like, because even though I went in whatever, January or something, yeah. um, 
I mean, doesn't it for everybody? It feels like a million years since January. It feels like we've lived yeah. several years yeah. worth of life and effort. Yeah. So I'm ready to go. If they open the borders, probably the flights will be cheap. I would probably even go for a couple of weeks if I could. So first opportunity that I can, I think I definitely want to go back there for a couple of weeks. Do you not miss any aspect of the lockdown, no? Do you not miss any mm. little bit of it? Absolutely. I liked it. I liked it was it a fantastic. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. No pressure. Imagine that for time in your life. There's no... I, I don't mean to be condescending to other people who had genuine concerns about of course, money of course, of course, and course. all of that, but just... You know, in those moments, if you could abstract away and not thinking about your money and where you're going to fucking earn a living from, no pressure in that moment. We're mm -hmm. all just, we all have to stop. What an amazing kind of view on society. And people were in Estonia, anyway, in Ireland. Jesus Christ. There's some videos, Lewis. <laughs> there was a, a, a bar in Dublin city center called Berlin Bar mm -hmm. where there were lads dancing on the bar while the barman poured Jack Daniels straight into their throat mm. at the height of the lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> and I think to Estonia where fucking people, fair play to them. They listened to their government. They stayed at home. I would often drive up to Tallinn and just fucking drive around the old town. Not a soul around. Nice. You know, it was just fucking nice. And also, like, a, a lot of the, the newer comedians, we all... Well, I'm, I've been around for years, but a lot of the, the newer lads, they they all came together during this the, the lockdown. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. Like, Tauri and James, they got their own podcast now. Uh, Eric, Tambet, we all just started hanging out more. Hmm, hmm. Maybe we should have been socially distancing, <laughs> but people just kind of came together more, and it was it was nice, and it was... Um, there was a, and maybe that's possible yeah. in a small country like this. You know, like, that's... Maybe I mean, I was pouring country. Jack Daniels into Caleb's <laughs> mouth <laughs> right, sure, off a on the kitchen table. Yeah. So. <laughs> but no, there, there was just something nice about it. I, I don't uh. want it. I don't think there will be another lockdown, by the I way. I don't think Because so, no. in Ireland, they, the, the government published this living with COVID plan. So going forward, the plan is we're just going to have to live with this shit. No more yeah. lockdowns. It's gonna be, you can't really lock them. No. It would have to be intense. And in a moment, yeah, uh, for the lockdown to come back again. They locked down Dublin, though. Which <laughs> fuck you, uh, Dublin? <laughs> oh, a little bit of regional island oh, thing coming in here. Look at this guy. Ah, because the, the numbers were skewed for for months because Dublin was just uh, full of fucking luthers, full of scummers going around the place, spitting oh, in each other's mouths and shit. This oh, was happening. Like there were oh. gangs of kids going around North Dublin, spitting on police and shit like that. And now what is Dublin? This fucking ruthless. Young people, shit this, parenting, this? bad parenting, bad it. parenting, yeah. bad parenting is the root of, of all evil in the world, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so now Dublin's like fully locked down again, yeah. and uh, Kerry's not. <laughs> so, but, uh, but so we made these plans, or you came up with this oh, yeah. idea to go that you and I, so this Tim and I have made a flight booking that we're going to go to Cyprus in January. And it cost nothing either. It was a free flight. Yeah. Well, you already had to pay. You had the Ryanair credit. In my mind, it's free. Everything's free in your mind. Okay? <laughs> <I know. laughs> but basically what happened was there's a website called vm.aa. Okay. And it gives you the list of countries. Yeah. I uh, look at it every week. Exactly. Yeah. And the I was looking through and I saw Finland is not locked down. I'm not going to Finland. Fuck that place. <laughs> Latvia. Yeah. Yeah. Cyprus. Mm. Hey, -ho, let's go to fucking Cyprus. Because it was that or the Vatican. And you're like, well, okay, yeah. another 12 rod is going to get touched. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm so too old Cyprus. for the Vatican, though. <laughs> you know, I, I'd have no in there. 
I'd have no clout around town. Bring the chubby kid <laughs> over here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so I, I looked at Cyprus. I thought, look, fuck it. In the middle of winter in January, when we're all miserable and depressed and it's right. dark and fucking cold. Where's the bottle opener? Um, let's just go to fucking Cyprus. Right, because the levels around. are good. It's still like five. Yeah, yeah. Five or whatever, mm-hmm. like a Latvia. Level. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess what people maybe don't understand is that there is a direct Ryanair flight to Cyprus. There is. How did that come about? Did they just... I didn't even know there was a fucking... I'll thing. tell you what happened. I emailed, I emailed Michael O'Leary, the CEO of Ryanair. The, on, I, no, I'm not joking with you. I didn't email him. I emailed Ryanair. And I complained about the, the seasonality of the direct flights from Estonia uh-huh. to Dublin. And I said, look, can you give me some information? Because I'm not the only Irishman who needs this direct flight service uh, I believe that every every European Union capital should be connected to one another and Ireland is not connected to Estonia all year round so I said look at uh, could you give me information about whether you'd consider because they used to do it all year round they do it all year round to Latvia and Lithuania mm. just not Estonia mm. and I got a reply saying uh, oh we care about our customers and yada 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 <laughs> the fucking next week they opened up direct flights to Malta and Cyprus mm. just to fucking fuck you, Tim. That's what it was. That was it. That, that was like it. This fucking. They were like, "We'll show this fucker, <laughs> Cyprus and Malta." By giving jokes on you, Ryanair. I'm going to Cyprus. That he wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to Cyprus, uh, and what? We just we're going to drive around a little bit, or what are we going to be doing? I'm going to rent very fast car. Yeah, yeah. Here's this is again, guys. This is why things get better. This is what happens when you hang out with Tim Reedy. And we're just gonna we're gonna fly into Paphos. We're gonna eat lots of kebabs. Fuck yeah, we are. Eat fuck tons of Cypriot meze. Do you fuck know what yeah. Cypriot meze is? What is that? I'll it's, eat it. But what is it? Uh, Cypriot meze is akin to like Spanish tapas. Just lots of small morsels. I love this. I love this. So just sit by the beach, drink beer oh, and fucking it. whatever they drink over there, and just eat meze. And then we're gonna eat this shit that we drive around. Drive around the, up to Nicosia to see the Turkish boys. We oh. go across the DMZ. Oh, and, yeah, 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 and dodge the, the landmines. I watched YouTube <laughs> videos about this. I know the Turkish and um, the Greek fucking thing. Be- because oh, the great man. thing about Cyprus is um, the Greek side became part of the European Union. Mm-hmm. So it forced the whole island to be part of the European Union. So there's no, there is a DMZ now, but you can just freely travel into the Turkish side Great. and just eat more kebabs. Fuck yes. So it's going to be a week of kebabs and carousing and driving. January 3rd, we're going to go. That's it. Look, and if the we lockdown comes- We should do a podcast there. Oh yeah, we're going to record, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've got those, we got the lapel mics yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to- in the Ferrari. Just go around talking to, to random talking to old people. Cypriot fellas. Yeah, what's yeah, what's yeah. up with you, man? What's what? up with you? <laughs> so yeah, we got this little little trip planned to Cyprus to get away and I don't know. Because Jan- it does get rough in January. It here. does get rough. Especially after Christmas and New yeah, Year. Yeah. It's a little bit... So it's good that we can Especially get away. Especially if we have to stay here for, for January is the best you know? time. So. so that's what we're going to do. I love it. And that's... Look, and this is the... This is very Tim Reedy style. He just went, we're going to Cyprus. And I went, all right, we're going to Cyprus. Why not? Good. Like even today, actually, before this uh, podcast that was recorded, we went and shot guns. Oh, that's right. We did just before. Bang, bang, style. We did, like, because Tim loves shooting guns. I do. And Tim, guns are great. Don't get me wrong. Oh, they're fantastic. Love guns. Uh, we don't condone what? police brutality or... Uh, black lives matter, oh, Tim. Do they? <laughs> Not in Estonia. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we've learned how to defend ourselves. We use the AK-47. We use the NATO standard M4. Mm-hmm. The same gun, gun that Kyle Rittenhouse used in self-defense. In, in <laughs> That's right. We're learning the way of the white people. <laughs> That's here. right, yeah. We're being very white. Mm. You know? And isn't it great? What was the what was the name of the shooting establishment that we went to? It's Tak... 
it's TLK, the TLK t- tactical one. shooting range right. out in uh, Pelgu. Pelgulin, Pelgulin, like kind of on the way to Copley out there. And what is nice was that our instructor, our the gentleman who was showing us, he had a super thick Russian accent. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yes, okay, now we shoot gun, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then this is largest handgun. This is twice as much as other gun. You and it's so much better in the yeah, accent. Yeah. What did he say? He said about that the large revolver. He said this uh, elephant killer. Yeah, this kill elephant. This interesting elephant. No, elephant like, killer. No, no, and it, it was like, yeah, we got the, and the classic revolver, like the classic revolver is like, this is gun that is used by Dirty Guy. Dirty Guy, <laughs> yeah. I was going to correct him and say, actually, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. Dirty Harry. And I went, no, 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 <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't. It's so much better. Dirty Guy. Dirty Guy. <laughs> and then we shot some elephant gun. We shot that. We shot some sort of machine gun, shotguns. We fired, uh, we fired a forty-four Magnum. Two Glocks at the same time. It was. That's so like an experience thing, not a practical yeah, yeah. thing, like two at a time. Oh, yeah. I've got great. I got the, I did the video of you doing that, but in the slow-mo on the iPhone. Oh, nice. Like, boom, boom, boom. Look nice. like a gangster. And my rhythm was off today, though. I can usually pop, 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 pop. Sure, uh, in some punk's asses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, you got to defend yeah, yourself on the main With the M4, with the fucking, the fucking Israeli Desert Eagle, the great fucking Desert Eagle. It was gold. Uh, that was the gold-plated. Gold and gold-plated Desert Eagle. Tiger-printed gold-plated oh, Desert Eagle. Bas- that's you know? what Carol Baskin That's right. Yeah, yeah. Tiger-printed. So we did a gold-plated Desert Eagle made in Israel because those cunts don't fuck around. They do not. They do not they do fuck not. around in Israel. And we shot all that shit. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was good times, and thank you, Tim. When thank I fired the M4, me. some some gunpowder went right into my mouth and right up my nose. I can still, it's causing my fucking nose to phlegm <laughs> up like at the moment because yeah, it has to be done though, you know? The amount of people I've t- taken shooting through the pandemic has been so funny because it's almost like we're actually preparing for, for a fucking apocalypse, you know what mm. I mean? Because uh, I mean, and to be fair, I do believe everyone should be able to f- learn how to fire a weapon properly, how to handle a gun properly. It's, you know, maybe you'll never be in a situation where you have to use a gun. Not in this country, but it's just a nice skill to have, you know. It does feel like a good skill to have. Because we were, we were talking before about the, the law has changed recently that yeah. in Estonia, it's, you can't, did you understand it correctly? You can't do the gun license thing in English anymore. Yeah, you have to hire a translator or learn the language. So. Right. Mm. That's why I'm learning Estonian. <laughs> That's it, so I can fire a gun. So I can get a gun. Bam! Tell them, motherfuckers! <laughs> Queen is fucking lahe! Hey, that's a Stuart, that's a Stuart Johnson uh, punchline. You can't be stealing Actually, Queen is fucking lahe isn't a Stuart Johnson no, punchline. If I will actually uh, trace back the history, Queen is fucking lahe actually was a, I think it was Jeff Graff, who was one of those foreigners who's been here since like day one. The, he's one of those foreigners that's been here since the fucking Russian tanks rolled out. He rolled in. And he, one time, we did an outside show outside of Old Merku, like super legit back in the day. And the only thing that any of us remember from his act was Quidus fucking Laheb. That's oh, where it came from. Okay. It's not Stuart Johnson doing some sort of hack joke. It's oh, him actually okay. referencing... Jeff Graff. Well, sorry. I so didn't, there I didn't you know, go. Defense. I didn't know the history. The history. You no, know, no. Look, I'm the, I'm the history. I'm everything. Yeah. I'm, it's all It's all here. Whoa, you're everything? Slow down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You had a Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny moment there. <laughs> it's, 
So well, yeah, no. So yeah, shooting was great. And um, so anyway, I started blasting. There we go. If we're doing sunny references, Start, yeah. Good. Started blasting, boom, boom. Fantastic show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Surprises me how many people haven't seen it, because to me it's quintessential comedy. Show. Sure. It's it's. I think it's the greatest comedy show of all time. It's a big call. It's a big call. Yeah. So we did shooting. What else are we gonna? We went shooting. I had notes for us to to talk about here. Um, where are we in? We are in. Were you just doing a? a I was doing yeah, wanker jerking sign, yeah. motion. Yeah, yeah, that's what okay, I was doing. Why yeah. is that? Because yeah. you were doing this. With oh, because I've got my notes. You need oh, glasses down here like I this. I fucking spent five minutes thinking about what we might say in this episode. You know, uh, I need glasses down here. Oh, but I'm the wanker here. Tim is fat. What? <laughs> what is <laughs> down the page twenty times? That's all I've got written here. But anyway, just to finish my point that I was talking about earlier yeah, yeah, about yeah, how yeah. everyone came together during sure, the pandemic. Sure, sure. Uh, um. I felt almost immediately when the shows started up again, yep. everyone kind of went their own way again. Such and is the way of life. Such okay. is the way of life, but it just it just felt like the end. Hmm. So I'm not saying that if there's another lockdown, I'm not. I don't want another lockdown, but it was. I'm just saying it was nice. It's not bad. It How nice. do you think? Okay, as Tim, cultural observer, man, is that who, what I am? Is that my that's official what title? You are. That's right, uh, man who is man. just hanging around, observing looking, being sensitive to the ways of people as you are, Tim Reedy. Am I fuck? Oh, you are. How do you think that pandemic, COVID, lockdown, the whole thing, how do you think that's changed the fair country of Estonia? Uh, how has it changed, changed the country? How are we... Now, obviously, many changes in society. Maybe as globally we've changed, but yeah. anything you see in the... Anything in Estonia sense? specifically. Yeah, because that's what we want to know. We don't give a I shit mean, about Latvia. We want to know about Estonia here. Mm, it's not, a tough one, Not right? much, to be honest. Not much? Okay. Because, I mean, sure, before the pandemic, and I know it's su it's such a fucking hacky joke to make, but, you know, the whole Nordic countries, which, by the way, in the movie Tenet, they do refer to Estonia as a Northern European oh, country. For sure, that was a fucking... <laughs> EAS is like, we ain't giving you the money unless you say we're a Nordic country, like the 100%. Whole, the that whole reason it. that Estonia is in the movie, this is not spoiler, but the, the police are transporting plutonium-241 through Tallinn. Uh -huh. So the guy's like... Uh, it's He almost looks at the camera and winks when he says, like, <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's plutonium-241 being transported through Northern Estonia, or uh, Northern Europe. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious but um 100% paid for by EAS oh yeah but you know that hacky <laughs> joke like oh sure the Nordic countries they fucking uh, the two meter distance is over so they can uh, go back to having five meter distance that oh, type yeah, of shit yeah, but yeah. not really I mean no I can see much more Ireland being affected long term by this because we're a very like hands on huggy you are uh, like like warm immediately Don't you don't have to crack the shell of the Irish person we're just fucking we're in it from the beginning. So even when I was at home, like it was like watching old people struggle with even the concept of wearing a mask. You'd see mm. a lot of old old men be having to be like told, you got to leave the shop, buddy. Mm. You're not wearing your mask and like not understanding it. And, and young people genuinely like just sitting at home doing fuck all, nothing to do, nowhere to go. Antisocial behavior through the fucking roof. Mm. Uh, it's having a big effect in Ireland and the UK. Whereas here, I'm not sure it phased people that much, to be honest. Not so much. I feel like we're, we kind of got through it. We're yeah. all right. 
I mean, certainly the, you know things have gone wrong, and maybe it's been difficult in our industry of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, look, all industry, all industries been affected. So I think for sure, business wise, the the country got a bit fucked. But uh, sure, we're back to normal now. Like, I mean, I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah, and that also that particularly for comedy Estonia that um, so we've got our our what's our our old mate, our old friend Turnus Lucas, Turnus Turnus Lucas. Who's that? Tonus Lucas, the culture minister. Oh, that fella. He's the minister oh, yeah. of parliament and he wears this cravat. He looks like a fucking, like he's trying to be aristocratic, but he's really just a dickhead. And he made the grand proclamation that there is no 50% limit on venues with fixed seating, with numbered seats. One of, one of those two, right? What do you mean 50% limit? So, so you, you know, have to cut the attendance in half? Uh, no, well, you know, 50% used to be, hey, uh, 50% distancing. Oh, like yeah, a venue yeah. can only have 50% of their capacity in one, there. One seat free, one person. Or something like that, yeah, yeah. or at least that you could, Well, here's the thing, now you start getting to it. They would often say 50% limit, but they didn't say one seat free. So we would right. have a venue where everyone would be jammed at the front. Because they just said really? 50% limit. Because I always thought say. it was the two plus two rule. It was well, two. Well, they, they, the Australian government banned two plus two a while ago. Did they? Yeah, quite some time <laughs> really? ago. Yeah. But then Mr. Tonus Lucas said that because he said that venues with numbered or fixed seats, I forget what his terminology was, but basically like a, basically a theater, like fixed seats, right? Like numbered fixed seats, a theater. Mm-hmm. They do not have any distancing requires anymore. And it's pretty fucking straight up that he was doing it to protect his theater buddies, right? Oh, the, the cunt. The theater crew, the opera, all the traditional shit that people love. And that's all the, you know, what fucking good uh, culture is based off, right? It was clear that that's what he's doing it for. Yeah. He don't give a shit about cafes or bars or regular stuff. However, that has had. Mr. Lucas, the unintended side effect that Sandro Igas tour could go ahead because he's in theaters mm-hmm. and he's in fixed seat places. And so I would assume his tour would have put more bums on seats than absolutely anything else. Absolutely. At the so that's gone. So in fact, we got helped a bit there. I never thought that Mr. Tonus Lucas would help us out. <laughs> But he did yeah. by helping his theater buddies. He inadvertently helped us by saying the theaters because the theater is the big show and that's where we make a little money. Uh, and that's, you know, we don't make money off the open mic where people are coming, right? No, we make it off the theater with, you know, 500 people. And is people this 50% the thing still in place at the moment? For venues with non-fixed seating. 50%. Yeah. So if you have to lay out the chair. So like Uxquik last night. Uxquik, absolutely, that's 50%. If you have to lay Kapika, 50%. If you have to lay out the chair like it's a removable chair, 50% still. Yeah. But theater, quite fine to have us with 700 people in Vene Katorikeskos. Totally fine according to the law and so forth. So, look, it's inconsistent, but it makes no sense. Thankfully, well, so so many things. So, thankfully, we have fallen on the, you know, it's totally chance 50-50. Yeah. We have fallen on the good side of that, thankfully so for our business. In in Sanders shows, like the seats were filled, there was no gaps, no nothing. Now, most of the tickets that we're selling right now were sold before the pandemic. 
So we had some Vene Cotorica. I think we've had Vene in Tallinn. We had uh, Rapala. We had Villandi. We had uh, Pulva. Most of those were pre-sold before the pandemic. And we gave people a chance to make a refund. And a few people did. And then we sold a few more. So most venues have been like pretty much at our capacity. Well, we had some refunds, but then we got some back yeah. as well. And so that's good for us because that's what keeps us going. And we're all Sanders, you know, pulling a few sweats of be- beads of sweat from his brow. Uh, so that bit is good. That's a happy outcome for us. It's just funny that, you know, the fixed seats aren't policed because <laughs> yeah. if you can't move the seat, then you can't create distance. So it's kind of counterintuitive, you know. It's extremely arbitrary. And it, look, it does seem like, oh, we're doing it for our big theatery buddies. But hey, fuck it, that worked for us. Last night at Uxkoik, uh, where we are having 50% and we were you know, talking to the venue and making sure that's cool. Um, in the middle of the show, the cops showed up out the front. But they never came down. Really? To Ukskoik. Yeah, there was the cop Ooh, van. Good thing I moved my car. Yeah, the cop <laughs> van was there. It was the unmarked yeah. van was there, but the cops never showed up down in our little bar there. So, You know, just you saying the cops brings me back to... The cops! No, I rem- cops! Like, what you were saying about, like, January feels so long ago. I remember back in March, I made my semi-regular trip down to Superalco <laughs> on the Latvian border. <laughs> and... When I passed into Latvia, there were no cops. But when I came back, there was a there was two Estonian lads there, two two cops uh, handing out a coronavirus hmm. pamphlets. Hmm. And uh, fuck me, that feels like hmm. that that feels like a year ago. Hmm. But it was only last March. Right. And I remember like taking pictures with my phone. Yeah, remember you sent me those pictures. I sent you the pictures like yeah, ha, yeah. ha ha ha. Look at this coronavirus. Sure, what the fuck is that? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, uh, it's just weird how the, the series of events have unfolded and here we are now. So mm. I don't know. I guess it's strange because I never, like during the lockdown, I never felt like there was uh, anything serious going on. It just felt yeah. like... I mean, it was difficult to uh, have it real. Yeah. Because like I hear stories from America and I'm like... Whew. Like my my cousin, who's an NYPD traffic cop, in the, just uh, he's in Long Island at the moment, and uh, he's he's lost friends with coronavirus. Right. I don't know a single person who's had coronavirus. Sure. Besides me, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor James had a scare. Uh, he he thought himself and Sandra, his girlfriend, had a coronavirus but they went tested and they're fine they were just sickly welsh people that's all he was and i was bringing him stuff the whole time i met him some black pudding sausage rolls and brought them to him so Mm. maybe that cured him of the coronavirus that's what it was sausage roll is that like an australian sausage roll so a sausage roll australia has like the mincemeat sort of and then it has some uh, pastry pastry around it that's the same thing for you but black do you say black uh well when i was in ireland Let's be fucking honest. Let's I, did, be I honest. didn't go back. Enough I didn't go back to Ireland. Tim I didn't go back to Ireland to see my mummy and my daddy. I went back to bring back as much black pudding as I fucking could, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I brought back like twenty sausages of uh, Irish black pudding. Okay. And um, PM made sausage rolls out of some of them, and I gave some to well, James. That's, so. that's nice. And they cured his coronavirus. So Trump, hit me up. Hey, I know you watch this podcast. <laughs> I know you watch. It's a great podcast. These two fucking dickheads, they're great. <laughs> it's a great podcast. Is that a Trump? That's my Trump impersonation. <laughs> you sound like fucking Al, Al Pacino. 
That's right, I'm down. <laughs> say hello to my little friend. Do you know I've never seen Scarface? Really? Oh, you got to yep. see it. But that well, because when we had the uh, Desert Eagle pistol today at the shooting range, it was gold. That was very Scarface. I, 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 I've never seen it. I would have said you wouldn't have got the reference. I wouldn't un- have. Uncultured fuck. I've never here. seen Goodfellas either. Oh. Uncultured fuck. I know, yeah. <laughs> like even the lads were giving me shit on their podcast. Oh, Tauri and James's podcast. Mm. Zombie Pigman Genocide. I was on the last episode. Mm. It's very hard to find it. James kind of... These guys are not into marketing if they call their podcast zombie fucking pig. I can tell you the story behind it, though. I mean, I'm sure it's a great story. Nevertheless, you know, are we thinking about marketing here? But the problem is the podcast is not called Zombie Pigman Genocide. Uh, It's called Pest from the West, which is James's original podcast. Dash Zombie Pigman Genocide. Oh, it's very catchy. Uh... (laughs) They, you need to get on that, lads, because it's you can't find it even if you try. But uh, how like, even hipster, how hipster are these fucking podcasts supposed to be? <laughs> They're fucking great podcasts. If they, you can't find it, they talk can't. shit about me not watching Scarface and fucking Goodfellas the whole time, <laughs> which, I, which I get. Because uh, they're apparently iconic movies that I've not seen. So <laughs> apparently iconic movies. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think I got breather for a second. What yeah, we got doing here. We're good. We're in the studio here. Well, so I guess, you know, if people are listening, you've probably just heard us yell at each other for 50 minutes straight. It's been great, though. It's a good 50 minutes. It's uh, shooting in, in words, you know? Back and forth. I thought it was a shooting reference, but okay. That's true. But I suppose I should ask, I should ask you, Lewis, what, like, what, what do you think hmm. has has transpired during this pandemic do you think estonia has changed that is interesting because i came up with that question for you but i totally didn't think about the answer that i would give uh so i am also on the spot how because you're deep in it you run a business here (laughs) i'm in the deep state no for real though like you're you're you your business relies on people coming together in rooms sure um pubs being open Venues being open, hmm. people being willing to come out in the middle of all this. That's the thing too, right? And to socialize and to be there and to, to come together. Because uh, as soon as the restrictions were lifted, oh my fuck, I made the mistake of going to Svetabar that night. Hmm. I, I'm shocked I didn't get coronavirus. It was happening. So yeah, many people. It was there. happening. I was all, because it was whatever, June June 1, I think June, was the yeah, thing. Yeah. I, was, I was in our office going, hey, yo. Can we do an open mic that starts at midnight on June 1? <laughs> oh, that would have been chaos. Hella was like, no, you fucking don't do that. And no, I'm like, come been, on. And she's like, no. And I'm like, all right. It would have been a disaster. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. Because I just wanted to send a message. Yeah. I wanted to send a message. We're like, the minute we can do it, we're fucking in it. Yeah. Um, and then Hella said, no, 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 no. Let's just do one at 8 p.m. that night. And yeah. I went, no. Such a killjoy. Fine. <laughs> if we have to be so late with it, okay. No, that would have been chaos. You would have had like hundreds yeah. of people. Wait around, like, wait around till midnight. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a thing like, hey, it's 12.01. We can now step onto the stage. Am I remembering correctly that you thought about having an outdoor KPK show, but you decided against it because you were worried about the sheer amount of people that would have turned up? Well, yeah, we entertained a lot of different uh, options during that time. And yeah, how do we 
how do we do it? Because that was still when it was like, you've got to be distanced and everyone's got to be two meters apart and all this shit. And we were like, well, that just doesn't work for stand-up. That doesn't, you inherently need people. But we do know that we haven't wanted to do them outside. Like, we don't want to, uh, the purpose of an open mic is not to do the biggest show ever. It's to do a show with a few people that you can chill out and relax and see how the jokes go. Mm. It's not to be the biggest thing ever. So when you do it outside of Kapika and you make it a big thing in Teleskivi and we're on a stage and it's like we're at a fucking festival, that's not, that's no longer open mind. That's a <laughs> yeah. show. Because we did that before. Yeah, and yeah. And it was bonkers. Or like at, like at uh, Petri, I was saying, with our more affluent friends in the Petri area, before I went on stage, I understood this was not an open mic. I wasn't going to be able to just fuck around, say some shit that just came to my head. I was like, no, no. Uh, I got to be bringing the goods. There's 250 people in this room. They're spread out. They rolled up in the Porsche. They want a show. This is not open mic. And it's not a problem. Like we said, it was it's open mic. It's a good problem. To it's have. a good problem to have. But it means you don't get the test. I was like, so I did good material. We killed. Everyone did great. But the open mic is there for the testing. But it's, the- it's so fucking hard because like... Comedy Estonia is so bloody fucking prolific now that sure. when I travel and I meet Estonians abroad, I always mention Comedy mm. Estonia. And they all know about you. And I remember back uh, three years ago, we tried our fucking best to do the, the pop-up mics at Miku. Uh, same shit. <laughs> 300 people would show up and yeah. like, how do we, how do we just perform? We're very robot? fortunate. <laughs> very, very fortunate. We've worked out enough ways to know how to make that work. For example, tonight after we're done here, we're going to go down to Uxquik in Old Town. And that's 40 people. That's all the venue friggin' fits. So solutions were find a smaller place that's more suited to it. Let's do them more often. And now, because now Uxquik is really like our comedy club. We're doing it once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. We're doing it twice this week. Proper underground, grungy vibe, dark. And where it's at. We're very fortunate. I'm very fortunate. Ever we we, it's super odd that this is the best place in the world to be it, a stand-up comedian. It really comedian. is. It's the greatest scene. It's of so all time. odd to be in, and we won't always be because now that is partly partly due to the management of Estonia and where we're at, but also Latvia has a better corona rate than us, and they don't have such a good scene. There is a comedy Latvia, which I also run, but they're less. They're not as advanced. So there is something about the advancement of the comedy Estonia scene. You need to scene. clone yourself like that one sheep. Mm. Dolly, Dolly, the, Dolly the, the sheep. Lewis the sheep. Send mm. Lewis the sheep down to Latvia. Send me down to Latvia, Lithuania, down to yeah. Russia, Finland. Because that's what they need. They need like a hands-on person who's there the whole time. But sure, you can't fucking teleport. Sure. So what are you going to do? And I don't want to go to Latvia that much. Fuck that place. What is it? You want me to move to Latvia so I can run comedy <laughs> Latvia? I love do. Riga. I fucking, I'd love Dude, to live in Riga. please I'd do. I'd love to. I know you, you're not the biggest fan of Riga. Not the biggest fan of Riga. Fucking shit. I fucking love it. Oh, how can you say it's a shithole? It's just all Soviet and shit. It's always dark there. And I'm like, yes, welcome to Riga. But it's like, it's cool. It's class, you know? Class. <laughs> yeah. It's all everyone's backward shit. And every time we have to do a show there, everyone's fucking But backward. it has Pakistanas kebabs. <laughs> And Ausmenas kebabs. Ausmenas kebab is very good. Yes. If you want to get the food in Riga, Ausmenis, I don't know how to say it, uh, Ausmenis kebab, top notch. Right down from, from fucking Kanyapes Cultura Center. Kanapes, Kanapes. It's a good venue where we do our shows. 
and there's a great kebab place is half the reason we yeah. do the shows in Riga. Do you know what? Interestingly enough, I think I think the reason why I prefer Riga over Tallinn, no uh-huh. offense, mm, fucking look is because it. I see like Tallinn is the analog, the Estonian analog, like the LSD analog that I'm not focusing <laughs> at the moment of Dublin. It's the capital of the country. Oh. It's just this uh-huh. big fucking stinking European capital. Just like Copenhagen or Oslo or any of those Talon places. Talon is. This Talon is Talon is. in your analogy. Talon is the Dublin of, of, of my Estonian life. Okay. But Riga okay. is the Edinburgh of my life in Estonia. It's this okay. adjacent capital city. And in my mind, because I adore, I fucking love Edinburgh. Okay. Edinburgh is my favorite city. But on the outset, it's not that different to Dublin. They're both capital cities. They got shitty fucking Egypts going around the place. Spitting in cops' Egypt, mouths, isn't that great? Egypts, e- idiots. They have Egypt, you know you pubs. Egypt. It's it's very similar, but to me, Edinburgh is up there. So like, you, he's the the Edinburgh is the Riga or yeah. the Riga of the Edinburgh. What would that make Vilnius? No, he's just it? saying. Look, Estonian people. He's saying he hates Estonia. I don't. I love Estonia. I would like let's get, let's get Ekra on his ass. Dude, okay. come on, come at me, you fucking Mark. Like, I was on Posty Mace looking for the, the latest coronavirus uh, numbers, and mm-hmm. I see the top story was uh, the president. Uh, is it Kristen or Kirsten? Uh, Christy. Christy, Christy Ka- Kaliolad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she was standing next to, who's the younger Helmer? Uh, Martin Helmer. The and there, there was some controversy. They took a photograph together. Right, because they looked super awkward. Well, she looked awkward. He was just right. like, he was, like yeah. <laughs> he was that weird fucking... Right, that's why it looked yeah. like a fucking every... 18 year old prom photo yeah. that you ever seen. So come the at guy, me. Come the at guys, me. Guys, they're going, eh, and she's going, eh. Come at me, Helma. I've contributed more to Estonia than you have. How about oh, that? Fighting words. What have you contributed? The amount of money I spend in this country <laughs> is actually stunning. <laughs> Look, Pizza Kiosk would not be a franchise. The businesses that you've supported <sighs> yeah. along the way, Pizza Kiosk, Sip. Sipa Hesburgor in Paide. Wouldn't they wouldn't even have an outlet? They listened to the podcast. They were like, yo, we gotta open up a fucking house. The shooting ranges. Come on. The shooting ranges. All the essential businesses. <laughs> shooting and burgers. That's it. That's it. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know, Lewis. I don't know. We got a little box of beer here. The box uh, maybe you can see on the video. If you're watching, but the it's the the box they just gave us a seat, but it's from Unipiridium, which is right right Una, over here, right here in Telescopy. They're a gin bar, right? They are like a gin. Do they make they make their own gin? Unipiridium gin. We went there a couple of weeks ago, probably four weeks ago, maybe six. I don't know. Two. Who who knows? And I was out with some friends, and I was also with Rauno. And his the man, the myth, the legend, himself. legend, Rauno Kusik with his girlfriend, and they were drinking. She's a legend as well, by the way. She's fantastic. She's fantastic. she's a pastry chef. She's amazing. Rauno, he's doing, he did he did well with her. Rauno's on the train. He's on the he's on the mark. Right. She's lovely, and mm. they were, we were out, and they were drinking the whiskeys or, or something heavy like that. And so we go My in. My boy and, Rauno, the whiskey I'm, boy. Yeah, because I'm all like, yo, we'll get a couple of gin tonics. And they were like, each gin tonic was like 10 euros each. And you're like, oh, all right, no problems. And then Rauno goes like, yo, we want two double whiskeys. And then <laughs> you and a Perium chick goes, that'll be 60 euros. And you fucking what? And that's where you just see like Rauno go, what the f- 
fuck? And this is all happening Estonian. And this is one of the moments where as a, like, if you don't understand the language, like, you know, something. And so when something is said, that's so outrageous, like, you don't know if you heard it properly. She's like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did I just, did I, did I get the fucking number wrong or something? And then you see Ronald and his girlfriend just go like, what? And yeah, I don't think they eventually got the 60 euros for 60 euros for two drinks. It must have been some fucking 20 year. Yeah, I guess the typical because shit. it's such an exclusive place that Unipedium, yeah. whatever the fuck. So. They didn't get that eventually. Ronald hasn't got 60 euros for two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Maybe, you know, Sandra has, she's a more, you know, uh, you know she's very entrepreneurial, has a good bakery. I business. went uh, to Kaya Pizza Cook with them once and um, just like, because I'm, I'm not a chef. I'm just a fat man who <laughs> likes food and likes to cook food. That's it. But like talking to another human being about food like the way we were was just it's liberating you know what i mean talking to what sandra sandra about okay. food and about baking and about different fucking mm. types of bread and shit it's like oh someone really it, it's knows like you, a comedian like, it's like you're you're foreign and you meet another comedian and you're talking about comedy it's like okay, you oh know the thing. you yeah. get it you know how to make sourdough fuck me yes <laughs> you know because i used to talk to sandra about this shit but uh i haven't actually met sandra in a while i should i should drive down to his place and hang out with him yeah, he's making the. Uh, well, he's been very stressed. Sander, Sander Igus, we're talking about here. Are very stressed, you know, because he's got his tour on. Will the government change their mind? Yeah. And, you know, he's been a bit of a stress. Is stressed. there a worry that the government will go? Well, sure. You don't know, right? No one knows. Will the government change their mind? As I just was telling everybody before, that the Mr. Lucas has led us into theaters, so things are going good. But, you know, of course, you all get a little bit stressed. Because I drove That's by. That's your livelihood. I, That's someone's livelihood. I drove by the port. Yesterday evening, the amount of tourists coming off the boats is shocking. Really? It's from crazy. Finland? From Finland, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if they have uh, tests or checks or something. I don't think they do because Finland is below the 16. No, but still, yeah, yeah, they're below us. Yeah. They're okay. You but all the same, see, yeah. all the same, it's like... Fucking Finnish A lot of boys, a lot of lads, a lot of big fat fuckers coming oh, off the boat. so fat and They are fucking... They love their... Are they, they born are. with cowboy hats? Are Finnish men born with long hair and cowboy hats? They're... They're born with, there is definitely a ripple of subculture in Finland that is kind of obsessed with classic American culture. There's a little bit of that here as well, though. A little bit, yeah. but even more in Finland. We're talking uh, the South will rise again, Union yeehaw. fucking yeehaw, <laughs> uh, swing dancing, classic cars, lion dancing, hillbilly. Uh, no, not hillbilly. Is it lion? What? Like this sort of shit, right? There's a definitely a yeah. seam of that running through. Whatever that. Like, that's a cool to be like that. Finland's got so more of those fucking people. lame. It's so fucking lame. And I don't want to talk shit about Finland because actually this evening I'm going to meet up with uh, a Scottish friend of mine who just moved to Finland. He's uh, over here now. Bringing coronavirus over with him, but uh, fucking foreigners. And he's like telling me how fucking great his town is. He lives in a town called. It starts with I. Im, Ima something. Itala? Or no. No, it's Ima. I don't know. In Finland. In Finland. So yeah. somewhere outside of Helsinki. outside of Helsinki. Yeah. Okay, and he and loves like, it. He loves it. He's like, why? Because he hasn't been to Tallinn in years, so hmm. he doesn't know how good this is. Well, I just don't believe him. I don't. don't I think he's <laughs> full of shit that this town is so great because. 
I don't mind Finland as a country. They're fine, but Helsinki, the city, oh fuck, throw shit. me into the sea, throw me into the fucking. But sea. is he is he in Finland's Pyre? Is that it? And he's like, mm. is he just a simple man? Fi- Finland's and he's got Finland. He's got Finland pizza kiosk and Finland Hesburger, which Finnish, is still so. Hesburger. Uh, I don't Is know. That he, it? he just moved over three months ago, so okay. he's fucking over oh, here. Oh, he's no. still in the honeymoon. Beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, this culture is so interesting. I'm gonna bring him shooting tomorrow. And different. We'll oh, fucking man. see what's up. <laughs> Are you in the? Because there's definitely the honeymoon period. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, this culture is so interesting and different, and oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. Like exactly. after a while, you're like, fuck you get, all you of these people. You get used to it. You get used to it. And then you get used to you get used to the good. And then you just get you get used to the bad, but the bad's always bad. But the so. bad is bad everywhere. Yeah. Bad is bad in Ireland. The bad is bad in yeah, Australia. Yeah. That's the point to make out. But at first you're like, oh, these people are amazing. They're so enlightened with whatever the fuck they do in their culture. I no, I even had no, this happen when no, I went, when no. I went back to Ireland. I was like, I'm home because when you drive from Dublin to Ireland, you pass through. It's called the the Galti Valley. It's the, the Golden Vale. It's these big green, mount, like the Windows 98 desktop, right? Okay. And I'm driving <laughs> and I'm tired and I'm emotional because I'm driving home and there's a tear forming in my eye. That's I remember beautiful. even taking a picture for the lads in, uh, on, oh on Facebook, God. like look green. And I get home and I see my parents and I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I go to my nearby town to get some alcohol because of course. Ireland. And I see this old familiar character walking down the street. I don't know what his name is. He's a deaf Irish traveler. And throughout my entire youth, this guy would come up to me and go, any hash, any hash. 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 Any hash. Any hash of hash. all the things that you could possibly well, have then, on you. Hash was like the, the th- we didn't smoke weed in Ireland. Just hash because it was cheap and shitty. Everyone had hash. So uh. I had long hair. So he was like, any hash, any hash. I'm like, nah, man, no hash. No hash. So he's grown up now, and I went back to town, and I was walking around Trulli Town, my hometown where I grew up, and I was like, ah, I'm home. Yes, I'm home. Yeah, let's go fucking visit all the old friends and all the old spots. And I see this fella marching down the street. He had a pink, shiny shirt on and a pair of pants up to his, like, (laughs) chest. And he was like Billy Strutton, like Conor McGregor, down the street, (laughs) on the opposite side of the street. And I thought, fuck, if he sees me now, he's going to come over and go, any ash, any ash. But he didn't. He saw two black fellas that were walking right in front of me. And I swear to God, he turned around and go, hi, nigger, nigger. He started yelling nigger at him. (laughs) And they were like, yo, come back here now. Come back here and say that to my face. Come say that to my face. And... And in this like swell of like emotion, I'm home. Oh, Ireland, the West Coast of Ireland, the best. I was like, this fucking shit. Yeah, I, I see why I left. <laughs> These dirty scumbags, they just haven't changed. And then from that day on, I just started seeing the bad everywhere again. Yeah. The same old faces and the same old heads just being oh. fucking. You'd be like, I wish I was in pie there. Yeah, I did. Kiosk. I was like, I should fucking leave early. You know? <laughs> It's rough, man. Fucking hell. It's rough, it's rough, it's rough. Huh. Yeah, I I, I mean, I've, now it's, what, five years? I forget how many long I've been to Australia. Five years? I can't even... Can't even think of how... It's been at least five years. Yeah, five years since I've been to uh, Australia. Um, I got my friend of mine, uh, Ross. And, and that's a very Australian name, Ross. Ross, and yeah. uh, he lives on Murray Street, which is fucking, he's the most Australian bloke <laughs> yeah. ever. I'm Ross, and I live on Murray Street in Adamstown. It's so fucking Australian. 
And uh, and Russ, uh, he came to Estonia, and I, again, I want to say, approximately more than five years ago, and uh, he was uh, anyway. Yeah, he, he came to us. He he was feeling a bit disillusioned with his life, and so we grew up. We went to school together. He was the school captain. He was good. Uh, he school even, captain in what sport? Yeah, no, in, in fucking school. Just the captain. The of captain. The we have that. Like we don't have <laughs> fucking sport. You have the like someone just gets voted school captain and you're it. And somehow he was. We weren't part of the cool group. He was just part of our group, but he got voted school captain because he's like super solid guy. Anyway, so he had some bad shit. He went through an experience. Went through a little bit of a divorce. Wasn't sure what's going on in his life. And uh, five, five or six years ago, he's like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm coming to Estonia. And I went, cool, right on, bro. Come out here. He's such a crazy cyclist. He brought his bike. He's like fucking bike that he goes on. And uh, he came here. I rented a bike. We, we cycled to Tartu. We had these good times. And then what happened was, it was about a week in. And I was all like, yeah, look, I love my friend, but fuck this guy. And I, so, I, I, hooked, <laughs> so I, I hooked up, um, there was a friend of mine and I said, yo, uh, hey, I got this Aussie friend of mine, a young lady. I was like, hey, I got this Aussie friend of mine. Let's go have a drink. And so we all went and have a drink. And then I don't know what came over me, but kind of we met at the Radisson and we all had, hey, let's have a drink. And then about 15 minutes in, I'm just like, hey, yo, I gotta go. And I just bailed. I think I had to go meet a chick or something. And so I just bailed and left the two of them alone. Mm. And after that, he never stayed at my house again Ooh. for the next half a week. He never stayed at my house. She went back to, he went back to Australia. There was still a little bit of an up and down and it was a, you know, it's difficult that she's here, he's there, you know, that, that's difficult. But they eventually worked it out. And some years later, she's fucking in Australia with him Ooh. and they're together and they got a baby. And they're together. And so they are together. They have a little baby in Estonia. So my fucking friend from school, my, you know, one of my best friends from high school, he's now got an Estonian partner. She's living in Newcastle with him. And they've got a little kid and they're doing well and everything's good. And it's the only example that I have that is like, I'm helping the population. No I didn't make a child myself, but I helped someone make a child. There's a human alive because of you. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah, way, yeah, that's yeah. the way you should see it. That's the way I'm thinking. It. I'm doing my bit. Look, I'm half, I made like half a child technically. Some people have, can't. Some people don't like that. Why? I was part of this online community years ago, ran by this fella in Florida. Here we go. His name was Robert something. What community is this? It was there was this website called Tiny Chat. Okay. Which was what was the community based around? What was it? It was just like video chat. Okay. What was it? It was not. It was not based on anything. It was like there was all these different rooms where it was all these different people could cam up and chat and just hang out. And okay, but how did it evolve? It always usually goes somewhere. How well, I found it via 4chan of all places, because <laughs> uh, some chick was posting her tits in there, and I was like, "All right, I'll check it out." I guess, and I started hanging out here. And this guy ran this this room for years, and. He was the guy who ran the room every day, mm. moderated the room every day, and a lot of people met up via this site. Mm. There are a lot of couples together with kids because mm. of this site. And I remember telling him once, you know there's at least 10 human beings alive because of you, right? <gasps> and he was like, no, that's bullshit. You should never think of it that way. That's nonsense. 
I'm like, no. What's it's, bad about it's true? Like it's fucking sure. true. Like these people would never have met each other if not sure. for finding each other in in your room at this. All right, fair enough. Right time, right place. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter. You're the progenitor of all of this. Right. These people are alive because of you. And he's like, no, he just couldn't handle it. He was like, was, pff, nah, pff, I would even. You could even. Uh, extend that a little bit further and what about the number of couples that are together because the first date was at a comedy estonia show true yeah that's a bit There's that fucking of them. freaks me out There's because an army out what there. are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do i met a girl we're on tinder we dated we're like hey how you go you go nice tits delete 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 don't say that okay uh what are we going to do? I appreciate. Look, I'm not trying to say we're fucking fantastic. I'm just trying to say, yes, part of our business model is there isn't much to do. So yeah. you come to the show, right? I get it. Uh, you know, you didn't know what to do. So you came to the show and now you, you're together and now you got a kid. And now, I mean, that's why we have the theater shows because now you're together. You got the kid, you got a family, you got to hire a babysitter. You're you creating need, you ticket sales. <laughs> right. I'm making news soon. That little fucking kid's going to be in school. They want to go to Maku and see us. It's the, the wheel of life well, is a beautiful thing. This guy's argument was, look, at that's just the way life is. And it's not worth noting. It's not worth. Oh, it's totally worth. Noting. I think it is. Oh, yeah. it's hundred. But he, I mean, he was like, wanna, nah, I, I don't want to be overblown, but you know, it's nice to think that people met at the show and this is the place they yeah. want to come mm-hmm. and, you know, cool. Because, you know, I haven't because made Because love, love is a beautiful thing. You though. also have not made any Don't point Estonian. at me, buddy. You haven't made any <laughs> little Estonians. I, I don't see no, no Tim Reedy no, little... Tim, uh, Tim Moore, no. Tim Moore, no. running around. No, no, no. nothing. You haven't. You got to make What's some. With the pressure, Jesus fucking Christ. Timmy, Timmy, Tim Moore. Every time I go home, it's like Vicky Tim Moore. Your mother love fucking went. What bit. about my fucking brother up in uh, Wexford, not putting out any children? How about why is the pressure on me? Just make a couple. Just I'd be, a, I'd be an incredible father. Maybe P- Pizza Kiosk needs some new customers. Come on. Oh think of God, Pizza Kiosk. Take o- we, no, we take over Pizza Kiosk. Take, take it over. That's why we're taking the guns, so we can violently take <laughs> over Pizza Kiosk. Because their, their head office is in Paida. Oh, so yeah, if we yeah, go yeah. in with guns, what can they do? They just, have, they to, they just have to give we're us the company. We're going to take the head office. <laughs> Look, I've been studying this. I know how regimes work. Yeah, just we take the head office. Once we take head office... They can't. They'll, yeah. We'll fucking be able to take pizza kiosk. We'll overtake pizza kiosk. Yeah. We're They'll done. be like, we'll we've call got the police. Yeah. Call them. I'll shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> we've got pie there. Fuck you. We've got pizza kiosk. We've got pie there. It's basic military strategy. You get the most important ascent in the town and then you can... Pizza kiosk is it. We should take the whole town. What's what's more important than pizza kiosk? And what pie what can stop us? No. No, we got guns. We got pizza kiosk. We got the world. <laughs> That's what I was thinking yesterday when I met up with you above Uxcape. Because uh, I did park in a place where I wasn't supposed to park. Um, it was a towing, like towing thing. Mm. And the thought just did come into my head. Well, look, if the cops come, I'll just tell them I don't care. You want to find me? Oh, fine. Sure. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's good. Just say that. Just be like, "Hey, it's all right." I, I know because I, I know I'm in the wrong. I'm in mm. the wrong. I'll pay the fine. I don't care. Fine. Fair enough. There you go. You rich, far. Not even rich. I barely break even. <laughs> but sure, it's the image that counts, right? <laughs> act, act like you have a million dollars. That's it. 
I love it. Uh, when like the other day, uh, Sander messages me and he's like, yo, we were driving back from the gig and uh, I think we went through the uh, speed camera a little bit quickly. I think we got camera. Just want to let you know. I think there's a fine coming. And I'm like, hey, don't worry about it, bro. It's odd here is it per kilometer. Yeah. And then it? I get the fine and it's whatever. Like they were like three kilometers three, yeah, over some bullshit, yeah. right? But due to the Estonian system, it's 12 euros. And I'm like, I will happily pay a 12 euro speeding oh, yeah. fine all day, all day. It's hilarious. In Australia, there's no speeding fine under 200 bucks. Like that's your And you minimum. have penalty points too. Right? Yeah, yeah, penalty points. Oh, Estonians don't even know about penalty points. They don't points. have penalty points. <gasps> Which means, because like in, in Estonia, if you get a speeding fine, you can just pay and pay, like the little ones, definitely. You can just pay and pay yep. and pay and it doesn't matter. If you get the bigger ones, like if like when I was doing fucking whatever, 25 over, and the bloke pulled me over on the way to 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 to, to, to Tartu, we were going. If the bloke pulls you over and you're sitting in the back of the car, then there is discretionary power on the like the officer was like, look, when you did whatever twenty five over going down Talantatu Highway, which by the way, I'm a fucking patriot. That's why I was doing twenty five over down Talantatu Highway. He's fitting in, but nevertheless, okay, 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 assimilation. Assimilation. That's right. You've done this. Um, here's the fine. Here's what we could give you, but I've looked at your record and you haven't got anything on your record. So look, I'll bring it down to whatever the minimum can be. And the police officer okay. has Fair play to has a uh, whatever, you know, so, some authorization to work, you know, within that, right? And uh, but on the other hand, we've had loads of cameras. Like we're always getting the three kilometer. Four kilometer, whatever. Not like the fuck you speed. Just like, yeah, <laughs> it's late and you're driving home and it's you fucking miss it and it's four kilometers over and the camera gets you and it's 12 euros or whatever. And you're like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever. You know, I did it. But that doesn't show up on your record. So the officer goes like, well, technically you have me fined for the last whatever number of years. So cool. I'll give you the minimum. Off you go. Which in Australia, <laughs> you're fucked, right? You're fucked. fucked Everything yeah. is on your record. Everything is recorded. If you get cameraed, it's because the car has the owner. So if you get cameraed, you get automatically as the owner of the car, you get the the points taken off your license, and you have to fill in a form and go, no, 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 it was my. Fucking whatever. My dog. My dog. Right. <laughs> and so there are, I mean, there are so many. What the classic Australian story is, I've almost got all my points. My wife almost has, because you start getting speeding yeah, fines. Yeah. So you start signing them saying, no, no, it was my wife. And then your kid. And so you <laughs> and your fucking wife and your daughter all have maximum points because you're a fuck going through that and then assigning yeah. it to them. Where in Estonia, None of that happens, and I'm really happy to pay a 12 euro fine. Cheeky here now, though. They're starting to set up temporary speed cameras. I saw one, yeah. Just a car with a, a camera sure. on the outside, and I've been caught. Well, I was doing 120 and a 110, but I never got any, like, uh, fine. They're very... I think you're just allowed to do 10 over. There's something going on there. Yeah. And not only that, here's what I think is fascinating about the Estonian... Estonian? Estonia judiciary... I'm not even using the correct English there. Judiciary system, right? The whole crime punishment system. Anytime I've been picked up by the cops, speeding or whatever it might be, 
there's always a place they're like, look, here's the form and you got to fill out all the details. And then there's always a bit where they say, hey, tell us your explanation. Yeah, like yeah, it's always yeah. like write your version of events or like when I was in the back of the, I'm doing Tal and Tato and I was 25 over and I'm sitting in the back of the car and I'm like, like you, I'm like, cool. I did the crime. I'll do the time. I'll pay the fine. I understand it's going to be a few hundred. You know, I'm not, I'm not like I've got a few hundred spare, but okay, fuck it. It is what it is. But when did the police in Estonia pull you over? There's always a bit and you can say, can you tell your reason? Can you explain why we shouldn't give you the maximum? Like, can you tell your side of the story? And every time, and you can be, and you can write, like I was in the back of the cop car, like, oh, I'm very sorry. I haven't had one for a couple of years, except all those cameras that you know about, <laughs> uh, you know, I, uh, whatever. You know, you can say your side and the yeah. policeman goes like, all right, you wrote some stuff. Cool. I'll give you the minimum. There is no such system in Australia. No, no. There's no like, can you write your reason for why you might have had There done is this? just the system. Here's yeah. what you did. Here's what you pay. Boom, you're done. Done. You're done. You go into a computer somewhere and that's it. And that's it. The cop does not want to hear your input in Ireland or in Australia. Exactly. Here, the police is like, tell me your side. How was the your police here are lovely. They're, They're fucking so nice. Fucking nice. That night that I got thrown into the back of a van outside <laughs> McDonald's, uh, they were just, I was being a belligerent cunt. I think I don't, because I was very fucking, I was celebrating something that night. That's what we'll say. <laughs> Who it. knows? And because uh, I was just, I know, I know in retrospect, I just being a fucking, oh, jeez, look at the save, the save. Sure, Who cares? You've come more on that sheet than the uh, beers hit it anyway, I'd say. Uh, I was like, hey, how is your badge number? Just being a fucking arsehole. And they were so fucking patient and nice. <laughs> they did like drive unnecessarily fast around talent to rough me up in the back of the van. Maybe. I don't know. But Shit. I was having mad crack inside yeah, the back of the time. van. I was tumbling. I was doing like an inception where they're upside down, like stuck <laughs> to the top. Like. So let's break this down. Let's tell this for the people. So there was a night. Yeah, I got drunk. You got drunk. Yeah. As you would do. As we all might do. It's regular. I was drinking okay. with, with a load of people, friends of mine. Chris, my American friend Chris, okay. was there. And I left and I uh, ended up in Kust. And I tell you one thing about Kust. Kust where? Kust is this little... Where is it? How do you not know about this place? It's this little, beautiful shithole in the old town. There's a fireplace in there and it's all old locals. Kust. Where? Where Kust. is that in old town? It's uh, on Lye Street. Just off lie, which is, uh, do you remember when we made the Top Gear thing and you were jumping up on the stairs? R right next to that, below Tompea. So you, you enter okay. from Baltiam, you turn right, and then okay. you go down. And oh, it's in the old town, yeah, okay. lie, that big long street. Oh, okay. So it was in Kust. And in Kust, they don't believe in ice. And they also, I think they think when you order a double whiskey and Coke, they, I think they give you a triple because it was just pure whiskey. Yeah. And I was in there with Rono and the usual suspects and there was just lots of drinking being done. And then everyone peeled off and I went to Levikas and drank more <laughs> and played chess. And I was playing chess with the barman and I was just like taking the night and just putting him <laughs> like wherever I wanted to. <laughs> Checkmate, you cunt. <laughs> so then after that, we went to this, this other bar. Anyway, just long story short, I, um, I ended up outside McDonald's uh, at five o'clock and I... <laughs> 
stuffed my McDonald's into my backpack and went to Shamrock, the bar next to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was told, look, you can't bring McDonald's in. I was like, I don't have a McDonald's. She's, I saw you <laughs> try to bring McDonald's. I was like, all right, fair enough, I left. <laughs> and then as I passed the doorman for McDonald's, I made some comment. I'm to blame, by the way. At the time, of course, I played, played my innocence, but uh, it ended up with the doorman like judo throwing me to the ground <laughs> and and hitting my head off that, that concrete curb outside McDonald's. I was disoriented. I was the one who called the police. Uh, he called the police. I did because he fucking assaulted me. They showed up and took me away. <laughs> and uh, they just, you know, took my information and said, uh, we understand. Go get some sleep, buddy. They were just nice. They were like, come on, man, just go mm. get some sleep. So sleep did you, they, the police came and they have worked out that the bouncer is in the right because ask Alexander Popov, the bouncer is always- Bouncer, oh, even though he, even though he was in the wrong, he's in the right. He judo he's just in the right. and then he judo chopped I, I deserved it. I fucking and deserved, then the police I come deserved it. And the police are like, all right, this guy. So they take you away. They put you in the van? Put me in the van, drive me yeah. around. They try to figure out where I'm staying. I tell them where I'm staying. They, they, they bring me. I told them the wrong hotel because I was too drunk. Did you deliberately tell them? No, what? I didn't. No, no. I, I genuinely thought I was staying in, in <laughs> Schnelli, but I was actually staying in, uh, fuck, some other place. But anyway... <laughs> After all that was over, they said, look, look, we'll take your information. If you have a genuine complaint against that bouncer, come to the station tomorrow and we'll clear it up. He kept, he kept like putting his arm on my shoulder and saying, it's all right, man. Come on. Just, just go sleep it off and He's we'll, so we'll nice talk tomorrow. Dude. Here's my name. Here's my number. We'll, ch we'll talk it out tomorrow. It's fine. Look, buddy, these things, this shit happens all the time. Don't worry about it. So good. He's, we'll do a podcast. It'll be fine. And I'm just like, yeah, we'll... We'll see. <laughs> I'll contact the. I didn't say I'll contact the embassy, but it was like that mindset. You know? like, <laughs> I'm in the right flood, and you're Frank Flood. Come Frank down flood. from He's my like high. Three, three ambassadors ago, <laughs> come down oh. like an eagle and 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 pick up this this man and take him away. But <laughs> but then of course I, I I went to bed. I woke up the next morning and I went ah. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I deserve everything coming my way, so I'm just going to leave it alone uh, and walk away. So. Tremendous. But, uh, the whole but, way. At least he didn't have to spend the night in the drunk tank or anything. Nah, it wasn't. I Because I didn't do nothing. I was just fucking sitting okay, there. Yeah, sure. Fucking half tearing We'd have up. to get Alexander Popov on here to hear the other bouncer's side of, you know, how <laughs> this is from their perspective. This bouncer has been a problem in the past. Though. Oh, really? Not to, not how do to you me. you know he's a problem in the past? He's still how there. He's probably there right now. He's, he's just a fucking bouncer. What's the problem? Uh, I've seen him, like, manhandle people in the past. No. People who have, like, tried to start shit with me. That I'm like, ooh, that's a bit excessive. <laughs> he just grabs people by the throat and throws them down. You're the bouncer anyway, look, he was in the right. You know, he was in the right. Yeah, he was in the right. He was in the right. Okay. I was a piece, being a piece of shit, but the police were so nice to me to the point where every time now I drive, and you know everyone does this thing where when you're driving you see the police, you just slow down because sure. you're like, I'm a be. But now I'm like <laughs> being extra super nice to them. Mm -hmm. If if a police car lets me, I I double blink him like, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, you're the best boys like oh i just i i have a lot of respect for the police and talent because they handle that the correct way yeah. if this was in ireland i would have ended up in the drunk tank mm. i probably would have been roughed up by the police as a victim of police brutality oh, oh. black lives matter boys <laughs> but uh no they were just He's nice wearing and, black that's and, why and black the, and the next day matter. i was like you're fucking you fucking i should mm. go to the police just to apologize but i didn't so thank you so thank you guys. there's any policemen because there might be maybe Maybe I'm Some army sorry. Guys have been listening to you're this fantastic. You're great. 
And if I end up in the back of your van again, just slow down a little bit. <laughs> There's no need to be driving that erratically when you have a, a giant man in the back. Boom. I could boom, damage your van, buddy. Boom, and then we'll see. Boom. You know? Out the back, you start rolling down the street as the van doors break open. Ah, but sure, Lewis, this shit happens. You know, this shit happens. And ha well, look, I've never been in that situation, but nevertheless, it happens. It can Don't happen. get me started on the situations you end up with in the police, you motherfucker. <laughs> I haven't. What have I? Oh, the, totally the, fucking innocent, this fella. Uh, Model the, citizen. With the drugs and the... No, I'm good. I'm he good. Said it not me. He said it, not me. Oh. I guess we got to, what are we going to do? 6, 6.30, we got to be there. It's just still some time, we'll be at Oops Cloak. We should probably wrap this up soon. Should we? Yeah, yeah. wrap it up soon. Sure. I'm trying to do the shorter ones. It's good to do the shorter ones. I guess, yeah. Um. Yeah, what are we going to get some food or something? And then I got to uh, go meet my Finnish friend. Oh. Is there, uh, who's performing tonight in Oops Cloak? I don't know, it's just open mic, so. Any English people there? Mm. What are you, racist? Well, he what doesn't speak. He doesn't speak Estonian. Oh, okay. Your Finnish friend. Hello, I am Yusuf from Finland. Oh, he's, Sc he's Scottish. Oh, he's Scottish. Sorry, pardon me. Oh, okay. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. He's Scottish. Hey, I'm Scottish. I, I met him in a fantastic pub in Edinburgh called Lebowski's, a, a big Lebowski themed mm, bar. Okay. At a benefit for a Scottish musician who killed himself. So, he's a good lad. He's a good lad. Keeping it real. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Cool. So the next, okay. So the next time Tim and I uh, do an episode, so I, it's going to be a themed one. It's just going to be us getting drunk and talking. It's going to be mystery science theater, Mr. T. So I edition. I discovered. So I'm uh, not discovered, but there's a, 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 a this amazing Mr. T. You know, Mr. T. Like I pity the fool, Mr. T. Right, Mr. T. There's video, only one Mr. T. Yeah, from the '80s. Mr. T. In the '80s made a motivational VHS tape and it was called <laughs> be somebody or be somebody's fool right and it's all just an hour and a half of Mr. T like oh yo you fucking look after yourself yo you don't listen to nobody else they those other kids they don't like you yo you fucking be good and it's just Mr. T giving hardcore motivational advice to scared little 80s kids and it's an amazing VHS tape. But it, it can, is a perfect slice of the 80s. It, it is. It is just... And you can catch it on YouTube. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to take little sound bites because the sound bites are amazing. And yeah. I I was... A friend of mine, Oliver, introduces to me in about the year 2000, but it's from the 80s. Um, and we're going to take little sound bites, listen to the sound bites, and then talk about it because it's 80s straight up motivational from Mr. T. He's got the gold chains with the shorts on. He's like, yo... Like my favorite one is like, he's got this whole line and this stuck with me. We should end the podcast on this, but my friend Oliver said, Hey, you got to watch this video. It was like first YouTube ever. And he's like, yo, 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 you got to watch this video. And Mr. T giving motivational advice and he's motivational advice. Yo, he's like, yo. So uh, Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, they have a t-shirt. You wear their t-shirt. Does Calvin Klein where your name <laughs> on his t-shirt? No, he does not. So you know what you need to do? You need to tape over Calvin Klein's name and you need to wear your own name on your <laughs> shirt. And holy shit, that stuck with me. Like, no, you need to wear your own name yeah. on your shirt. I was like, yeah, why am I wearing Tommy Hilfiger? Why are you wearing this? Why fucking? am I wearing? Why, am I, why would you wear Calvin Klein? No. You wear your own name on your shirt. 
So we're going to do a whole episode breaking down Mr. T. have Audi on that as well. Audi would be fucking fantastic. Oh, that'd be... Maybe we need to get a third person yeah, for that. Yeah, we should, yeah, yeah. We'll get a third person yeah. for that. Audi would be fantastic. That's going to be the next one. So, uh, yeah, cool. So let's uh, let's well, get some uh, Thanks show. for having me. Thank you, thanks Tim, for, for coming me. in. Um, and I do have my own podcast that I haven't uploaded in a while, but I might as well plug yes, it anyway. Yes, Tim. I know. It's called The Crack Den Podcast. And uh, I'll get back to it. I have a... I was supposed to talk to an Irish guy who lives in Switch. I was supposed to talk to two friends of mine in Ireland, but one of them said, I hate the sound of my own voice, so that got cancelled. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, the Crack Den podcast on all good podcast and bad podcast platforms. Uh, you find me there, or be square. Hey. Good, That's good. it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you soon. Good night. <laughs>